between now and then, well, these are two major Sydney topics, schools and real estate. Oh, we've got it. We've nailed it, Jimmy Thompson. These are exactly the only things anybody ever wants to talk about. Absolutely. If you have children and a home, that's it. Your only topic, schools, how it's going, property, that's it. So got it covered. What a Sydney show. Mr. Thompson, good afternoon. Good afternoon, sir. Jimmy Thompson's from flat-chat.com.au, expert on strata. This is where we talk strata. If you're in a flat townhouse unit, something that is defined as being on strata title, then you've got different issues to people living in houses. So, therefore, this is for you. You can call now on the 1300 702 with any issues you might have about your block, your unit, your committee, your agent, whatever it is you're dealing with. one three hundred triple two seven zero two is the flat chat line for Jimmy Thompson, who is not only an expert in the strata world, he's the author of the now Danny Clay series. Mm. Congratulations, Mr Thompson. I hold in my hand Tunnel Vision, the second in the Danny Clay, you know, thriller, detective-y, crimey books yes. that, uh, that you've done. Well done. Thank you. Woo. Thank you. Here it is. Huh? Oh, that's the sound of a book. That is a book. Well yeah. done. Yeah. How are you feeling? Is I'm it good? Feel, I'm feeling good. It's a good book. It's better so, than the first one. And is the first it? one was okay. Now, what do you reckon you got, got better? You got writer in this one? <clears throat> because uh, I worked out what I was trying to do. You had the experience <laughs> of writing that first yeah. one. <laughs> and I had two characters that I'd worked, slaved over for mm. months, if not years. Um, and I suddenly, they were ready to go. They were wound up. I right. just had to point them in the right direction. Right. Are they, did you have the experience in the second one that they were running around themselves? Yes. Right. There was a bit of that nice. going on. And, uh, and uh, I took them to Saigon, which is one of my favourite places in the yes. world, and I let them run around there, which okay. is a lot of fun. Yeah, that's very, very good. Lots of tunnels there. Hang on. Tunnel vision. I'm getting it because you're not only the author of the Danny Don't. Clay things, you're the author of the book about the sappers going into the tunnels. Tunnel rats. Tunnel rats. Write what you know, James. Write what <laughs> In the next one, in Danny Clay number three, yes. might Gl- they have to Glasgow deal... Glasgow Kiss. Oh, the Glasgow, Glasgow Kiss. Very good. Um, and I, I found a tunnel in Glasgow. Oh, so. did you? Yeah. I would have been thinking that there would be a murder where the suspects are every member of the Strata Committee or every member of the, uh, you know, the... Yeah. Um, the owner's, the owner's yeah. call. We kind of did that in the first one, right. as you'll recall, because yes. I know you read it. Oh, loved it. <laughs> yes. Loved it. We got one person in the block of flats died right. in the first couple of pages. But was the suspect... But then we moved on. Was the suspect the agent or the... No, the suspect was um, Zan, Danny's offsider. Oh, right. Yeah, yeah. She... Uh, she may or may not have headbutted him in the chest mm. in a Zenadine Zidane fashion. Yeah, all the references are coming in. I that. know. Anyway, congratulations. Thank you. Well done. Tunnel Vision out now in the bookstores and libraries. So if you enjoyed Jimmy Thompson's first thriller in the Danny Clay series, there's another one right now. If you've got issues, you're living in your flat, you're living in your townhouse, you're in a duplex, you're in anything that's defined as strata, Jimmy can help you if you've got questions about stuff going on in the building or the block or with the committee. one three hundred triple two seven zero two is our number. Mr Thompson, what have you been observing in this world? Well, I um, I had this, this people writing to the flat chat forum and, and this uh, person was writing about her son who's been abused by the neighbours for, verbally for uh, riding his scooter on the driveway. Oh. And and then the, somebody said, "Oh, this person's already written about this on Whirlpool," 
I don't know, it's a word I cannot say. Whirlpool. Whirlpool. Which is a, another forum. Another forum, right. but much, 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 much bigger than mine. So I went over and had a look. Oh, man, they are so harsh over there. So is this the person riding against the kid riding the scooter up and down? Well, there were say. other people. The person who was writing, they made the same question, asked the same question, made the same comments, adjusted their comment mm. after they'd made it. And apparently that is just totally forbidden and there are people hopping in there like you are a bad parent for allowing your child to ride on on the driveway and think what's the issue with the kid riding on the driveway what's wrong with it apparently annoys the neighbors next door so much that they come running out and say get that child off the driveway this isn't this isn't allowed so so it's noisy well i said how noisy is the scooter and they said well it's a standard little little razor scooter thing, thing you know it's not like a skateboard if it's a skateboard i'd be out there Throwing so, bottles at them. So the neighbours... Well, see, that's the same thing. Don't suggest you're going to throw bottles at I a mean, child. It was a joke. You know, no. Mr. Thompson? Yes. You put those bottles in the recycle bin immediately. It was, it was plastic bottle. <laughs> Take it, it back to the return and earn then, straight away. The... Um, the <laughs> but it, so you mean neighbours in the apartment building or neighbours well, to a, the apartment like building? It sounds like it's a townhouse arrangement. Right. So they're they're sitting side by side. You know, it's like a... Yeah, terrace. I see what you mean, yeah. yeah. Mm. And so child playing outside, how appalling. Well, yeah. I mean, look, there's all people coming, oh, there'll be cars driving up and down there and that child is in danger and you're a bad parent. And, and I'm thinking, wow, uh, flat chat is such a nice place yeah. for people to go and ask questions. How fast can you be going up that driveway that you're going to not see the kid on the scooter? Well, exactly. Or vice versa. Exactly. You know. Because you refuse to drive at five kilometres an hour like yeah. it says. yeah. You know, you're now out there abusing the the, the parents and mm. shouting at the child, who's now apparently frightened to go out um, because of the nasty man next door who shouts at him. See, and I would I would have tolerance for the skateboarders, unlike you, you unlike old me, curmudgeon. S- curmudgeon is a good one, <laughs> uh, you old curmudgeon. Because yes, that can be a bit annoying when they're banging up and down the curbs or whatever, but. You know, an hour up until six o'clock, like fine. A whole I mean, hour come on. of skateboarding. I know, but I mean, oh, what are you going to do? Like, we, we you all can live hear together. them for miles. They're miles. You hear the, those tiny little no- annoying wheels. Then go and buy the one with the rubber wheels so it's nice and quiet and they'll, they'll be all right. But if you lived in an apartment block and you were a kid and there was yeah. like an underground car park, we'd like, be down there. Awesome. Yeah, yeah that'd be really With good. all those slopes and stuff. It'd be fantastic. Yeah. You know, yeah. that would be good. These are the kind of things we can discuss. If you've got particular issues and you're you know, trying to figure out how to deal with it, one three hundred triple two seven zero two is our number for Flat Chat with Mr Thompson uh, this afternoon. Give us a call. You live in a block of flats, um, then we want to hear from you. Uh, at the moment, I can say to you, you will get on the program if you call now. Right. Yes. Let me tell you, you'll get on if you're right hesitating now. And you're thinking, oh, I won't call. Six other people will have already called. Yeah, Not true. Yeah, Not the no, case. one three hundred triple two. It's very unusual. It is unusual. It's a rare occurrence. That's, that's why I thought I'd Yeah, you know, it's, worth, it's worth seeing. I like to be transparent about what's yep. going on because yep. then somebody says, oh, well, I will ring them. one three hundred triple two seven zero two is our number. But this must happen with if you've got a shared garden, the kids go out and play backyard cricket for a couple of hours. You've got the basketball hoop, all that yep, sort of yep, stuff. Yep. Oh, I that, mean, that must be great. Well, the basketball hoop, you know, that's, people in streets find that annoying. Like, you know, that's, you've got the back lane and someone puts it over the garage yeah, in the back lane, yeah. that sort of stuff. Kathunk, kathunk, kathunk. Yeah. But I mean, come on. It's, yeah. We live together, we're raising children. What do you want? You know? I, I 
when I was a kid, I, I spent hours kicking a soccer ball against the the, the back wall of hmm. the house next door, funnily enough. Right. <laughs> Do you think it was audible That inside? might have explained the shouting. That might have, yeah. yeah. Or that, that flat soccer ball you kept finding in the yeah. morning. <laughs> <laughs> Didn't do me any good, by the way. I right. was still rubbish right. as I yeah. got older. Yeah. But, but, I mean, there's, there, there must be tolerance for that sort of thing. Just as you tolerate, like, I, you know, I will tolerate the party next door up until kind of midnight. You yeah. know, yes, yeah. You know, yeah. if it's not happening every night, yeah. you know, twice a year, it's your birthday or whatever, sure. Have a yeah. party, you know. Yeah, that's I, reasonable, I, isn't it? Uh, yeah, you know, barbecues, as you know from the past. Yes, I mean we've got people living underneath us. It's two young guys who've obviously never been taught to cook, so every night is barbie night. They barbecue everything. Yeah, and that gets a little bit wearing after a while. Well, see, I barbecue most meat. Yeah, but do you do? Is that the only thing you ever eat? No, I will eat other things. You have food or something, something yeah, like that, that's delivering that's stuff. Right. Like, yeah. Do you know a barbecue somewhere else? Um, <laughs> you know, so I, I can see how then it would easily be three times a week. I could have the yeah. you know the roast or the steaks out there or something. You don't live in an apartment, though, do you? No, but I can. See, if I did, I you'd would still do it. Well, uh, that, even if you lived beneath me, you'd still do it. You'd have to. I'd have to hear from it. Like, <laughs> do they barbecue a fish? They do occasionally. You know? That's just bad. <laughs> it's just so bad. Yeah, well, that's a difficult one, isn't it? Your cooking smells going everywhere else. That's... And the the old that great Australian tradition of burning off last week's fat. Oh, yes. I, is that a guilty look? Is that, isn't I see? that how you? That's... Is that how you clean it properly? Yes, isn't it? <laughs> Not in an apartment, surely. Right. Know? In an apartment, don't do the burn off. No. You know that smoke, that dark stuff that comes off and flies away. It flies away to somewhere else. Right. Yes. Good one. Yeah. Oh, no, I'd rather remember that. That's a good point. Thanks for bringing that. <laughs> Let's go to calls. Uh, Rod. Hello, James. Yes, Jimmy. what, what did you want to bring up? Um, a block of uh, 12 apartments in um, the Coogee area. Very, very nice-looking block, actually. Well, well, quite well known for being nice. Needs new windows, and the... Um, the AGM agreed, yes, we'll get our windows replaced, levy raised, all well, except for one recalcitrant person. Um, but there's one, you know, and then the styles of windows chosen or style chosen, one person in the block is absolutely rabidly against the particular style because it's not exactly the same as the other one. Right. What sort of rights do they have in that situation? Not many. Um, presumably they've been outvoted um, and and it sounds like a vote of more than 75%, which is kind of the, the the big criteria for things like that, you know, special resolution. They've been outvoted. They've obviously tried to convince everybody else. Nobody else is convinced. They could try going to council and saying you're changing the appearance of the building, that the council might have something to say about that. As a last resort, they could go to the tribunal and ask the tribunal to order the the uh, owners corporation not to put those windows in. But why I, would the tribunal uphold their desire over the vote? Because the tribunal is a weird and wonderful thing that makes decisions based on other criteria apart from the law, common sense, and stuff like that. Ooh, pointed pointed reference to the tribunal there from. Uh Mr. Thompson. Yeah. <laughs> okay. So, you, but what you've got at the tribunal at a very basic level is people who are like ex-solicitors and 
things like that. And people, mm. many people have never lived in an apartment. Right. And uh, I'm assuming by X you don't mean struck off the registry. You just mean perhaps not. Well, I'm going to say I'm going to go with you on that, but right. I'm not 100 percent sure. <laughs> not sure. Rod, so this person's adamant about it. It's not you. You're, no, that's no, not me. Not no, you. No, no, You're yeah. just wondering have they got a leg to stand on? Sort of yes, thing. it's yeah. in my mother's block actually. Right. And she's getting concerned because she's quite elderly, and yeah. uh, I'm just wondering what you know. I've basically told her that if everybody's agreed apart from this lady, then she's sort of pushing things uphill. Mm. Yeah, well, when you think about it, the, the fact that now in New South Wales, 75% of the owners in a block can force other owners to sell their apartments, right. I think forcing them to take a window design that they don't really like very much is pretty small fry. But when you say forcing, I mean, at, at what point does anything have to be unanimous in, in the block? It's always going to be a vote, isn't it? It's always going to be a majority vote. Yeah, there are there are certain circumstances. For instance, if there's too much money in the accounts and somebody says, let's pay the excess back to the people who have paid it, uh, that requires a unanimous right. okay. uh, vote. But there aren't many. Anything unanimous. else? Like if we, if we want to pass the pet bylaw, for example. 75%. 75%. And that's just 75% of people voting at a meeting. If you it's not to 75% vote. of owners. Right. 75 at the, who are the, at the meeting. People who are at the meeting or have sent a proxy. If it was felt that we should paint the building. Yeah, that's not 75%. That's, that's, unless you're dramatically changing the colour of the building. And so if you wanted to change the colour, would that be a 75%? That probably, possibly could be a 75%, well, of people voting. At, of people yeah. voting at the meeting. Yeah. So, and, but I, what else can you do? That's what I mean. Like I, I, I don't get why one person who says I don't like the window design has any rights. Well, yeah, you know, but they've got the right to say that, yeah, and they've got the right to to challenge it at the tribunal, yeah. and, and and roll the dice there, um, which I wouldn't recommend anyone did because I can't see that happening. It's democracy. Mm. It's yeah. Rod, thanks for your call and uh, a very interesting issue, Kelly. Hello, how are you? Tell me, let the children play. I say, Kelly. Uh-huh. Let the children play. Yes, we um, when all these um, laws changed, we had our AGM, and we passed a bylaw to say that children under eight um, needed to be supervised. Yep. Because we're all we're all mainly grandparents mm-hmm. in our block of units, um, so we have our grandchildren, and if they and they ride their bikes and. And stuff. So, if they're under, we got together and agreed that if they're under eight, they need supervision. Right. And why was that? What to, in, in what for? What purpose? Um, so that people didn't run over them. That's a good. Thing. <laughs> so people didn't run over them. Yeah, you don't want to run over them. That that's no. true. But was that was it? Just was that primarily that was it was a safety issue, and that's it. It was, it was just a safety issue. Yes. Right. Children, children under eight have to have to be supervised. Otherwise, there's no laws about whether they're riding bikes, scooters, skateboards, you know, playing no, cricket, doing anything. No, anything over over eight. Um, you know, as long as doing everything legally with helmets and things, yes. Yep. All right. They're quite able to do that. Now you can pass, that's a bylaw you, you yeah, can pass? Yeah, you I mean, it's, it's actually a good example of um, people in a scheme, rather than just going with the model bylaws, um, which I think say... You know, no child under 12 is allowed to play on common property unsupervised. Um, what they've done is they, they've, their community has its own standards, its own needs, and they've decided, well, let's just have kids under eight must be supervised. Mm. The rest of them will be fine. Mm. They can live with that. And if, and if they can't live with it, they change it. Yeah.
Yeah. Kelly, thanks for, for letting us know. Like the other one that I think would be typical was the, the block has a pool. And, yeah. you know, the kids go and play in the pool for the entire afternoon with yeah. two of their mates and it's yeah. loud and noisy and it's splashing and that sort of stuff. Yeah. Well, you know, you're elderly, you want to have a nap or you're, yep. you know, you don't want to, you don't want that sort of noise. Yeah. Well, you know, a lot, a lot for other reasons, a lot of swimming pools will not allow, you know, kids under a certain age to be unsupervised mm. for, for fairly obvious reasons. Yeah. yeah. But you do get the... I mean, we had a case, somebody wrote to us, they'd bought into a, a, a scheme that had a communal swimming pool in the middle, if you can imagine. Mm. And, and they bought it because they, they wanted their kids to have somewhere to swim. Mm. And the kids would swim and the kids' mates would come around, they'd mm. swim. The owners' corporation got so tired of the noise that they filled in the swimming pool. <laughs> I like the thought that sort of they came out one morning and dived, cartoon style. <laughs> what? What? Where did the water go? Sharon? Hello, how are you? Good. What did you want to bring up for Jimmy Thompson this afternoon? I have a, un- a strata unit and I have a bagola which was built with the unit mm-hmm. and my strata manager is telling me that I'm responsible for that pagola because it's an attachment. Now, can you just right. describe what, what you're talk, calling a pergola? A uh, wooden structure, um, just like an ordinary pergola made but, um, of wood. It, yeah, I just want to clarify, is it a, are you talking about it's attached to the back of the place or it's a separate little thing no, in the no, garden? No, the attached to the unit. Right. They've even taken the guttering off where there's no guttering where the pergola is actually attached to the unit. Right. And uh, it needs painting and bracing and everything. And you think and it should be the strata that's fixing oh, it? Oh, yes. Yep. It's on the plans, of yep. the original plans of Jimmy? the building. If it's on the original plan of the building as common property, then they should be re- maintaining and repairing it. Even though she's the only one that's got access to it. Absolutely. It's, on, it's like right. your balcony. It's like your balcony. Right. Yeah. It's common property. But only you get access to it, but the owner's corporation still has to maintain and repair. If it's on the plan as part of the lot... And and the way you can tell that by looking at the plan is where the thick black line around the edge of either the building or the pergola. Um, if it's around the pergola, then it's part of the lot. If it's around it's the part build- of your title, it's yeah. on your title, right? Yeah. If it's part, if it's on the outside of that black line, then then it's it's um, common property. And yeah, they sh- they should maintain and repair it. So if it's inside that line, then it's yours. Uh, yeah. And you have to repair it. Yeah. Right. But. Normally, it would be classed the same as a balcony or, or whatever. Yeah, I mean, it, it varies from building to building. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, there's always a danger if you say to them, this is, our, this is your responsibility, this is your pergola, that the, com- the, the owner's corporation could turn around and say, well, we've decided that we don't want our pergola to be there anymore. <laughs> <laughs> well, I suppose this is an area, again, where, so one vote, like she's yeah. only going to have the one vote, all 12 of them say, we can't be bothered paying to have it painted and fixed. Yeah. Um, but... Her vote's going to have a different. This is where a tribunal might say, "Well, what?" Well, no, Section two three two point two of the Act. Very good. Yeah. Well done. There you go. Really? Or I could you... have been making that. I up. know. That's why I'm checking. Are you sure? <laughs> yeah. Two three two point two. You can if the if the owners' corporation refuses uh, to do something or just doesn't get round to doing something that is their responsibility, you can go to the tribunal and the tribunal will order them to do it. Right, Sharon. How are you feeling? A lot better. That's oh, good. Thank you. That's good. All right, all the best with that, and uh, thanks for thanks for calling. one three hundred triple two seven zero two for flat hyphen chat with Jimmy Thompson this afternoon. We're talking strata. 
issues that come up because you live in apartments or units, let us know what uh, what's going on. Helen, we have lots of conversations about pets, but mm. you want to talk about pet birds. Yeah, it's, it's, I, you might have even answered my question earlier, Jimmy. It, it's just to see we have a, a rental unit and the tenant has asked if she could have a bird. Right. And, um, and, you know, the bylaws say absolutely no pets, but, you know... <laughs> Right. Um, we're wondering what's involved in changing the bylaw. Like you said, there has to be seventy-five percent of the vote of people yeah. at, mm. the, at the strata meeting. Does yeah. she mean Budrigar or Emu, uh, Helen? <laughs> yeah. I, <laughs> Be clarified. Budgie. Budgie. Right. Right. The the um, the new laws that came in contained new model bylaws, which um, we were all supposed to look at our existing bylaws and compare them and decide if we wanted to change or not. The new bylaws have two options on pets. Um, one, basically, is you can have pets as long as you tell the, the committee. The other one is you can have pets provided you have the permission of the, the committee, which may not be refused, uh, unreasonably refused. Right. Okay? Um, but neither of these things count unless you've adopted those bylaws. But the second oh, I see what one, you mean, yeah, so they're, they're not mandatory in some way. If you've just got a bylaw that says no pets, yeah, then it's no pets. Yeah, right. Although a tribunal, remember we were talking about the tribunal. Mm. A tribunal member decided earlier this year that that was unconscionable and harsh and oppressive in one case. Um, so you never know. Mm. You roll mm. the dice. You never yeah. know. Yeah. But. Um, that basically what you have to do is persuade everybody in, or the majority of people in the building that having pets can be controlled just because you say yes to a pet. If it turns out to be a nuisance, then you can get rid of them. Mm. You, can, the, you can say this is a mm. nuisance. It yeah. has to go. You would think with that bylaw saying no pets, we could have a vote saying, yes, okay, you can have a budgie. No. Would that- no, it's got to be the bylaw has to be the changed. Bi- you got to change the bylaw. And and what does that involve? That so it's the the agreement to change it, and then do we have to go through any legal avenue to have it written up? No, because uh, and look, there's a lot of argument about whether you need lawyers to write bylaws. I don't think you do. Um, but the there's a there's a perfectly nice bylaw in the uh, regulations schedule three of the regulations that. These are the bylaws that I just explained. It's all written up there. You just say, I'm going to rescind the one about no pets and we're going to replace it with this. Right. Two, click click two and votes. drag. There yep. it is. Yep. You know, it's in there. You don't have to say, by the power vested in me as an officer <laughs> of the court of the land. There's none yeah. of that has to happen. No, right? But that could be a nice touch. Well, I like it. I could come around and do that perhaps. Yeah. Uh, Helen, I think it's very nice okay. that you're, con- you're considering how to, how to, you know, you're yeah. not just saying no to the tenant. You're saying yeah. tenant would like bird. Let's see if we can help. Yeah, and it'd be a nice little companion. <laughs> yeah, terrific. Fantastic. Helen, nice to, nice to hear from you uh, this afternoon. What about three young... This is a very Sydney text. How about three young siblings practising musical instruments in the hope of scholarships? So, obviously, they're in the apartment. There are three children in the other apartment who are scraping away at the violin and the bassoon, yes. hoping to get the private school, school, school scholarship, and that's two hours every afternoon from four to six. That. I get a room, I'd say. You're just fine somewhere else. Yes, just go yes. somewhere where you're not annoying people. Because, well, you, you know, but if, that, if they get in, then they're just, this isn't going to stop. Well, then they can practice at school, though. Oh, know? I see. So, you know, they'll be the nice private schools. They have music studios. Oh, I see. Absolutely fine. I see. Absolutely wonderful. But that's what, like, these sort of things are, you know, I don't know. It's what we, it's what we live with, isn't it? It's yeah. like it's part of being in town. It's part of being in a building. 
I, you I, know? Was, I was just saying the other day, I used to watch these films, you know, in, in the 60s and 70s and, and in New York, and it would be a hot, steamy night. Mm. And someone would, would, would be out on their, on their fire escape playing the saxophone. Mm. And I'd thought, wow, that is so cool. Yeah. Yeah. And now I'd be writing. That's right. I wouldn't be throwing anything at them, but I would be, well, I'd be shouting. Well, the them. chances of them uh, being out on the stoop or on the fire <laughs> escape playing the saxophone, good enough to be in a Leonard Bernstein score, yeah, is true, reasonably, true. reasonably you slight. You might put up with that. <laughs> you might put up with that. Um, if, what was it? There was a, I remember a measurement of, measurement of New York economic, economic uh, success was yeah. the level of saxophone player practicing in the park. <laughs> The better they right. are, worse things are. <laughs> All right. Okay. Yeah. Uh, Mr. Thompson, thank you so much. Thank you. Jimmy Thompson, flat-chat.com.au is where you'll find his his regular thoughts on this area and lots of forums talking about all of the things we, we've been discussing. We're also congratulating him on the publication of his second novel in the Danny Clay series, Tunnel Vision. So look out for that in the bookstores and libraries. Well done, Mr. The extraordinarily well-rounded Jimmy Thanks. Thompson. Thank you. <laughs> in so many ways. <laughs> <laughs>